From the playing fields to the sidelines, from Florida to California, from the Big 12 to the Big 10, welcome to the wide world of rap. Live from the 93.7 The Ticket studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here is your host, Chris Rapp. All right, everybody, we are back again. This is the Wide World of Rap on 93.7 The Ticket. It is Wednesday night. It is 6.37 p.m. A little bit early. We said 7, but hey, sometimes you got to be ready, you know? You got to be ready. Got Harrison here on the ones and twos. Yep, you just got done golfing. On one of the final nights of the 48th and old studio. Yeah, I'm excited. If all goes well. Again, if all goes Tomorrow well, night. it should be a simple process. As long as I know there's a magic box we got to move over at some point, <laughs> and that's going to plug us in. So if I'm lucky enough, tomorrow should be able to debut the new station, Ooh. which would be awesome. So if anybody Ooh. walking downtown, it's either going to be me or uh, we'll figure out if we have some other shows lined up. But as it sits right now, it's it's tomorrow. Tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow night. You guys will tomorrow still be night. here in yep. the morning. Friday, Friday uh, morning. I mean, I'm making a call out to Ralph's Roadies on Friday night or Friday morning. Come by, yeah, make corner make the of signs. Come by. Have you heard about the Raf's Roadies yet? Raf's Roadies, no. Raf's Roadies is the new group that is congregated. Is this just for the drive, or it's just Raf fans? Well, only? it started out at the drive, okay, and then, and then Nick and AD said we don't like Raf's Roadies. I'm like, Raf's Roadies are a group. <laughs> this is a group that spreads happiness. We're about having a good time. We're about spreading greatness to the world. So Raf's Roadies is a real deal. Okay, I'm with you on that. I think there's more than I think there's more than 300 of us out there. I believe it. I'm pretty sure I saw I saw a few outside when I was coming in today. <laughs> right now, like, is Raf in yet? And I'm like, no, he's on the right now. ATM. Right now, Nick <laughs> and AD are both rolling their eyes, going, "We do not want to hear about Raf's roadies." But I think Raf's roadies is a real deal, mm-hmm. and I I think it's going to be amazing. I think come Friday there will be some Raf's roadies signs outside the old street studio. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing. I'm excited for it. It's uh, yeah, I'm just super, it's going to be pumped. Just kind of see what people will be able to actually walk by talking to student athletes too. It's going to yeah. be so much nicer for them. They can just actually walk down, come by, say hi, um, get people, some coffee. People will be honking, people will be walking by. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. It's, they can it's, come check out the sour hour after the drive. I, I mean, I'll be <laughs> on, I, I've said this before and like DP and Rebecca, they talked about this happening but it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, like, I'll believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. But I've like came to the conclusion with DP and Rebecca, if they set their minds to something or if they have a dream about something, there's a pretty good chance it's coming true. I mean, it's, it's amazing. I mean, you see, you see DP, like what he's done, like not only for like the radio and for everything at 93.7, the ticket, but everything else that he's out there for, I think you have ignite Lincoln yep, uh, ignite tomorrow Lincoln. night that he's, he's got a hand in everything, you know, to make the community better. And that's what I, that's what, that's what the number one thing, if you ask me, what do you like most about DP? I love DP that he wants to make the community better. That Mm -hmm. is the all, that is my favorite thing. I love, I talked about it this morning. uh, Pete Ferguson beyond the score. I love that show on Sundays that he, he's got these, these kids that come in and talk about, you know, their experiences. I mean, that, that makes a difference in, in little kids' lives. Like I was on the radio when I was 10 years old. I mean, that's, that is the coolest thing ever. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing what this station has done. And I just, I, I'm, 
always happy to be a part of it so yeah and i do want to shout out uh you know you kind of mentioned and what he does for the community and i i definitely agree dp is just kind of a guy uh, I stopped doubting a long time ago. <laughs> I just I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm just gonna kind of trust you, even if I don't fully disagree. You've proved me that you're pretty much hitting it like hammer on the nail every single time. This place yep. keeps growing, so yeah, I just have all the trust. Well, I remember a year and a half ago, I remember me and AD were like, we should maybe try and have a radio show. AD, mm -hmm. all right, whatever, you know. And I'm like, I'm gonna just try and have a radio show. We'll contact DP and see what happens. And what started out as like this radio show has turned into like just all the stuff that we've got to do. I mean, we've got to, we've got to go, you know, on remote. Mm -hmm. We've went up to, um, Tiburon for the, for the big red breakfast to be a part of that. I mean, that is, that is awesome. And it's so cool. The best and the best is like, like to this day, I still get the, what do you call it? Goosebumps, yeah, goosebumps. or whatever is when I have somebody come up to me and say, you're rap. I'm like, uh, at first I'm a little scared. I'm like, uh, I didn't do nothing wrong. And they're like, no, we listen to you every day. I mean, that is the coolest thing ever. And I mean, that's, that's all, that all goes back to DP and Rebecca for affording us that opportunity to be out there. So mm -hmm. I do want to shout out their cool. Ignite Lincoln because DP is actually a speaker yeah. uh, for Ignite Lincoln. So again, that is actually tomorrow, September 14th at Rocco Theater here in Lincoln. And Derek Pearson uh, is going to be talking about my dear friend, Stan. And again, Ignite Lincoln, you can always just go to ignitelincoln.org. Uh, and it really is an awesome event. They just get a bunch of motivational speakers ranging from all different types of topics uh, to kind of help people out. But yeah, I know D Derek Pearson is one of them we've had alan yep. ward on and quite a few other jillian we've had we well. had we had sam stetcher as a guest oh nice yeah and they all I, oh yeah. my gosh until you've heard sam talk you've not lived i mean me and ad like ad like ad is motivation like yeah. that ad is motivation but sam's talking you got ad taking notes you got me taking notes so you're not you're not Ignite Lincoln is a place to be tomorrow night mm -hmm. because and there's uh, some drinks too there. If you want to have a few beverages, like it's a good time, you know, you get to talk, uh, hear awesome speakers, meet just great people in the community. Uh, cause I know one, um, I, I should look up her name, but one lady, she's dealing with terminal cancer. Uh, and she's just trying to live That's her great. life the best day every single day. And her, I think it's, can I live with it? Wow. Uh, is what her, yeah. Uh, Mitzi Nannan, I want to shout wow. her out, living with terminal cancer, and she's doing this for Ignite Lincoln. Wow. Uh, just really powerful amazing. stuff. So definitely check it out if you have the time to tomorrow. It's amazing. Well, wide road to Raph. I'm not going to lie, Harrison. I left here last week, and I was like, that was a fun show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had a good time. I, I mean, talking talk. football with Harrison, I mean, that's that's a good time. I mean, I know, I know it's, not, it's not NBA basketball, mm -hmm. you know, but NFL football with Harrison, I mean, that's a good time. So oh, I was yeah. like, See, we got to do it again. I mean, it's it's week two. We've seen the teams play now. Yeah, I mean, our predictions, our predictions play. were <laughs> uh, eh, terrible. Hey, I got the Raiders right. <laughs> I'd bring that. Up. Are I you got serious? One. Yeah. Hey, I, are you I, serious? I picked the Bears. What to have win, I told so. you? Don't bring that up at the beginning <laughs> of the show because this is if this is going to be the last night in this studio, me and you together, there will be a little bit of wwe up in here i've been i've been learning on the breeze with Haas. i got some moves down oh, you better <laughs> you better because i go to the spear and the jackhammer I, i'm a prodigy of bill goldberg 1997 i'll get you on the ropes paul ramo stereo that's that's, that's my signature <laughs> yeah. you hit a 619 on me we got a problem we got a problem man i, I still can't believe you picked the raiders but you you win yeah but here i, I was calling yeah. them the la raiders the whole time they moved so much who knows 
LA, Las Vegas, Oakland. Yeah. I mean, where else have they been? I mean, they've been everywhere. Yeah, that's kind of one of those teams. Is, you know, I've always talked about my dad. My dad's simply not a Rams fan anymore because they moved out of St. Uh, St. Louis. St. Louis just drove him nuts. So, so was he a was he a, a St. Louis Cardinals fan? I'm not sure. Uh, he he might have been. I know my godfather was a Cardinals fan, yeah. so I'm kind of assuming uh, he was not a big baseball guy. I feel but... I feel bad for St. Louis fans. I mean, mm-hmm. he had the Cardinals. You got ever. Jim Hart, Dan Deardorff. You have all these guys for the Cardinals. Um, Pat Tilly. Man, I'm really I'm going deep in the Cardinals, <laughs> and then they move to Phoenix, mm-hmm. and then the Rams. Who you you have like the Merlin Olsons, the Deacon Joneses, the Vince Ferragamos, and then they moved to St. Louis. Yeah, because they started in L.A., right? Yeah, they were in L.A. They were in Anaheim. Yeah, and then they went over to St. Louis. They went back. to St. Louis. Yep, and then they're back to L.A. I believe the owner that moved the um, Rams to the uh, St. Louis was Georgia Frontieri. What really upset my dad. I know that much. Yeah. You know their quarterback, Everett, at one point. Jim Everett. Yep. Jim Everett. Number 11 from Purdue. Guess what my oldest brother's name is? Uh, Everett. Everett. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yep. Did you ever hear the, the Jim Rome story? No, I never did. Okay. So Jim Rome, you know who he is now. You know, mm-hmm. major, the guy. Well, kind of what brought him into, like, the public eye was – he used to be on ESPN two back in the day. And you know how Jim Everett is with his nicknames yep. called Jim Everett, Chrissy Everett. Okay. And Chrissy Everett, Chrissy Everett, Chrissy Everett, Jim Everett comes on ESPN two, And Jim Everett's like, yeah, I see. I'm sitting here right now. You're not going to call me Chrissy Everett. And Jim Everett or Jim Rome's like Chrissy. And Jim Rome's like, if you call me Chrissy Everett one more time, I'm coming across this table. And Jim Rome goes, well, I, I'm not saying this, but you are Chrissy Everett. Oh, my gosh. Jim Rome or uh, Jim Everett. Jim Everett gets up, flings the table, <laughs> grabs Jim Everett, Jim, Jim Rome, Rome, takes him to the ground. This, this is on is, live TV? This is for real. Okay. This happened for real. So Jim Rome, he thought his career is over. He's like, I just got it, but it actually it skyrocketed him. Seriously? Yep. Can like, I find this on YouTube? Like, yeah. Want, yeah. Really? You can YouTube this to this day. Just Chrissy Everett, Jim Rome. I got a project tonight. Yeah. That's incredible. It, ha- it happened. It's it's a real deal. It happened for real. But that was like the beginning of. That's where like, I mean, God, Jim Rome's been around for like 20, 25 years now. But but that's where it all started for Jim Rome. Was he was calling him Chrissy Everett. Don't call Jim Rome Chrissy Everett. Yeah. No and I'll tell you what, Jim Everett was 6'5, probably 225, 230. He's a big boy. Mm-hmm. And and Jim Rome's probably like may, maybe 5'10, maybe. And it was on. And then they had to split them up. But like Jim Rome said, he goes, I thought it was, I thought it was over, but it ended up skyrocketing his career. Jim, Jim Everett kind of yeah, he had some good years with the Rams, but never ever, I don't think he fulfilled what the Rams wanted him to be because he was a, I think if I recall right, he was a supplemental draft choice. So the Rams took him in the supplemental draft from Purdue. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's past my time. I'd have to look it up, but uh, yeah, that's right. In my wheelhouse, eighties, nineties, let's ride, you know, all day long. He finished with 203 touchdowns, 175 interceptions. So just that right there, probably not, probably not the best. Jim Everett, Henry Ellard, Eric Dickerson. Oh, the good old days. The good old days. 
So, all right. So we, we need to get to it now because we've, we spent some time talking about uh, the stories. Gosh, I love, I love 90s NFL, 80s, 90s NFL football. It's the best. Yeah, I'm, the only thing I'm really sad of is I didn't get to see the Bears. Was it 85 Bears? 85 Bears, yeah. Yep. 40, that's, just, that's one where I just wish 40, I wish I could have been around to see it. 46 defense. Mm-hmm. Gary Fensick, Dan Hampton, Steve McMichael, Mike Singletary. Did you, so did you ever see the end of that Super Bowl? Yeah, I've I've watched like uh like the all the bits and clips I could off of YouTube, but as far as like actually being able to follow the journey live, like no, never got. Probably the only Super Bowl where the head coach and the defense coordinator get carried off on the shoulders of their players. <laughs> Rightfully so, Buddy Ryan, Buddy Ryan getting carried off. Buddy Ryan and Mike Ditka. I don't think there was much love lost between the two of them, mm-hmm. but they came together for that season to be successful. And then after that, I think Buddy made his way to. I think actually it was the Cardinals actually. Okay. The next year he took over the Cardinals had when they moved there moved to Arizona. But yeah, that was a weird season. I mean, Mike Mike Ditka, that's another that is a gem. That go back and watch his clips, him roller skating uh through the offices because he said that um um the Metrodome was like a roller skating rink. Okay. So he's roller skating through the offices. Um he had a coach's call in show. And some guy calls in and starts telling Mike Ditka, hey, I have problems with the way you're coaching, the way you're calling off, the way you're, way you're doing everything. Mike Ditka, swear to God, comes up and goes, my address is 365 whatever Bears Avenue. You come here anytime, and we'll take care of this. I will take care of you. Offering the guy to come fight him. Seriously? He threw out the address of the Bears headquarters to come fight him. He goes, We'll we'll finish this one way or the I mean Mike Didka was a character. And then you have then you have Jim McMahon. I mean, the Vikings game, I think it was Monday night football, injured. I think it was his ribs. Mm-hmm. He's just begging, begging Mike Ditka. I want to go in the game. Want to go in the game. Want to go in the game. They dug a bit of a hole for themselves. Jim McMahon comes in, first pass, 65 yard pass, whatever to Willie Galt. Second pass, another touchdown. Those like three touchdown passes. I mean, the Bears, the 85 Bears were, they were nuts. I mean, Mongo, Mongo McMichael. I mean, Steve McMichael, Dan Hampton, those guys were crazy. And then you got the Super Bowl shuffle. Yeah. Which they did record before, before they even made it to the Super Bowl. They actually, not sure if people know this or not. When do you think they recorded the Super Bowl shuffle? Based on the question before the season. During the season, okay, they lost one game that year to the Miami Dolphins on Monday Night Football in Miami. The next day, they recorded the Super Bowl <laughs> shuffle. Walter Payton's like, are you kidding me? I do not want to be a part of this. We just got beat last night. So they recorded the Super Bowl shuffle the day after they got beat down in Miami by the Dolphins. That was their only loss of the season. We should try that after Colorado. National Championship Shuffle. No, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> We're going to do the National Championship Shuffle after two losses. Yeah, no, we won't do that. No, no I'm just, uh, that's always a bummer for me. Just because uh, those are such rare teams. It kind of reminds me of like what it was like watching Sue uh, during that year where, we, where he just went off against Colt McCoy. Yeah. Uh, his last season where it's like having a defense that good. Even yep. if you had a ton of question marks on the offense, you're like, we have a shot here. Yeah. <laughs> it's just always a great feeling to have. Like you could lean on him so much to take care of the game for you. It no, was incredible. I think that was probably the last year where I felt like Nebraska really had a chance to. Unfortunately, the offense was a dud, but mm-hmm. 
But the defense, I mean, that was probably the last championship defense that we probably had in Nebraska. That's what I thought. I seriously thought that defense could have competed with Alabama. Yeah. Like, it was that They could play. That year, they could play. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we just... We had nothing on offense, nothing, nothing to offer on offense. No, I, I, I mean, because on that Texas game, I mean, how much better does the defense have to play to get a win for that? <laughs> I mean, that was that was a one guy wrecking crew. I mean, mm-hmm. he almost won the Heisman Trophy that night just on just on that alone. He definitely made sure Colt McCoy wasn't <laughs> was going to be the guy. That's crazy. I think Colt McCoy was still playing this year, but I don't even know what Indomicon if he. Um, what his what his plans are, I would assume that he'll probably wait until week eight, nine, or ten, yes. and then he'll sign a free agent contract with somebody because he he just wants to win rings. That's his thing now. So he'll sign with somebody. I would guess in the next probably probably eight weeks, probably he'll sign with someone. Yeah, I was listening to the Ryan Rosillo podcast and he was interviewing Dominican Sue, and yeah, he's he's basically just you know quote quote a hired assassin at yep, this point, that's which what is, he is just a great point to be. So yeah, I mean he's got yep. uh, he talks about his trainer. They just have all these different plans. So if he signs, you know, week eight, week yep. seven, week six, they have a set plan. Make sure he gets in game shape. So yep. I mean he's just hanging out, uh, waiting for a team that kind of <laughs> looks at him as that last piece to because I mean he's still a threat. You put him yeah. on the field and you got to. Take yeah. consideration of where that's the way to, that's the way to play it though. You look mm-hmm. for the playoffs, get to the playoffs, especially at the trench. Anytime you're in the trenches and you're at that level and you can afford to do that, I mean, why would yep. you take that? Yeah, definitely. He's had a new. I don't think he's had a preseason in probably three years. No. You know, so it's like you don't have to go through all that. Keeps himself in shape, and if it doesn't, you know, if if it doesn't come to fruition, he don't sign with anybody. You know, he's none the worse. You know, he's he's partnered up. You know, pretty pretty exclusively with um Warren Buffett. So I mean. He's good, whichever way. He's good, mm-hmm. and he loves the end zone. Maybe we'll see Tom Brady too. Oh, we will see Tom Brady. Are you still sold on that? Yeah, yes, I'm with the Jets now. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I I don't know if we'll, we want to dive into that one, but that that <laughs> is just. Oh, we're gonna get there. That we, is just. We're painful. gonna get there. Absolutely painful, but uh, we actually are. Um, already kind of getting close. We didn't even. We didn't even pick here. a game. We just told stories the whole entire time. Text in. If you like stories, we can continue telling stories. If not, we can pick games. We'll do anything. I mean, this is the wide world of Ralph. We do we do it all. I mean, it's good times. Yeah, it was good to reflect on the good part yeah. of the Bears. You know, well, we, didn't, we, we didn't even talk about the Broncos any. I mean, talk about the history of the Broncos. I mean, that that's that's my wheelhouse right there. <laughs> so, all right. This is the wide world of Ralph on 93.7. The ticket. We'll send it to break. We'll be right back. 